Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers develop their soft skills and break through the barriers of social anxiety to show up more boldly at work, create awesome friendships, improve their dating and relationships, and build lives that they love. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So on this episode, I want to talk about something a little bit deeper. This is about the conscious versus the subconscious mind. So it's a deep psychology, deep dive. And you might be thinking, what does this have to do with soft skills? I'm just here to learn what to say to people and how to show up in a more confident way. Well, it's totally related. And to me, the biggest part of developing soft skills is becoming more confident And one of the reasons that you might lack confidence is due to deep subconscious behavior. We don't think of it this way. We think of things more so being on the surface and being about what you do with your body or what you say or how you say it. And yet there are deeper forces at work here. And so this is what I want to dive into in this podcast episode. So understanding and working with this is the key to increasing your confidence. And what am I talking about? So there's the conscious and the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is everything that you're aware of right now. So you might look around and, for example, right now, I'm looking at my computer where I'm recording things. That's in my visual field. It's in my conscious awareness. I'm thinking about what I'm going to be saying during this podcast. And there's maybe a little bit more. I'm hearing certain sounds. Those things are in my conscious awareness, my conscious mind. The subconscious is everything that you're not aware of right now. Things that your mind is aware of on a deep level, you could maybe access them or maybe not, but they're in your mind somehow. So if I asked you, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? That is in your subconscious mind. That's something that you're aware of. You can access it, but it wasn't in your subconscious mind, most likely before I asked that question. Your subconscious mind also controls all these bodily functions and things that you're not controlling consciously, and yet if your subconscious didn't control your heartbeat and your digestion and how your blood runs to your different limbs and fingers and whatnot, then you would die. So your subconscious plays a major role there. You can think of the subconscious in terms of the iceberg metaphor. So if you think of an iceberg, you look at it and it's 10% or maybe even less above the water. And 90% of it is actually below the water. This is why when the Titanic sank, it was looking at this, oh, this tiny whatever piece of ice. Yeah, we can run right through that. We have this huge ship. And yet it's this enormous, massive thing under the surface. So we can think of our mind this way. 10% or almost definitely less is above the surface. It is what we're consciously aware of. And 90% or more is below the surface. It is things that are part of us, things that happen within us, and yet we're not aware that they're happening. So like I said, some of this is things like bodily functions that are awesome. We're so glad that they happen. And yet there's a lot of things that are within us that aren't so good and that might be affecting us. Another thing to remember about this conscious versus subconscious relationship is that largely the subconscious mind is running the show. 
you might think the conscious mind, this rational, logical part of your brain is what's in charge. And yet, if your subconscious wants things to be a certain way, it's going to win. Have you ever wanted something consciously, but you didn't actually get it? You might want to lose weight, and yet you struggle with it massively. You might do a month of great weight loss or diet and exercise things, and then you kind of stumble back to your old patterns. And largely this is because the subconscious is running the show. There are a variety of other ways this might come up as well. But a thing to know about the subconscious mind is that negative emotions or things that we don't want to feel get stuck in the subconscious. So when something happens in your past and that thing is really painful, what we do, and it's not we don't do this consciously, we're not thinking about this, but when that painful thing happens, we stuff that memory down it's still something that we could access that on some level is within us, and yet we don't want to feel it. We don't want to re-experience it. And so we stuff it down, and it's deep in that subconscious, and it might be in some way related to your behavior today, and it might pop up in certain ways, but it's, it's just stuffed deep down there, and it's repressed or suppressed. So... The thing to know about that is that these things still control our behavior today. An example from my own life is I used to really have this desire to be smart. I think it was driven by a few things in my life. My parents would really support me doing things that showed that I was intelligent. They would praise me a lot when I would come across as smart or when I would get a good grade on a test, things like that. And so I learned, okay, it's good to be smart on a, on a deeper level. I wasn't thinking about this necessarily, but I learned, okay, to get love, I have to be smart. My parents didn't say that. They didn't punish me when I wasn't smart. But on some deeper level, I learned if I'm not smart, that's bad. And if I am smart, that's good. And this would affect me in certain ways, some, some of which were good. It drove me to go for good grades in school, to get into a good college. It also drove me in negative ways. I would want to move away from things that would prove I'm not smart. I wouldn't want to take risks because if I knew if I speak up, if I gave a speech, if I talked to somebody who was intelligent and came across as not so intelligent, that would be deeply, deeply scary on a subconscious level. It would trigger really negative emotions within me. And I didn't necessarily think about it this way. I didn't know this, but it was affecting my behavior. So developing awareness around this had been, has been really helpful for me, just recognizing that this is a pattern that I run, bringing it from that subconscious mind, that 90% of stuff that we're not really that aware of, and bringing it into the conscious. And it would still affect me. I would still get afraid in situations where I might not come across as really smart where I might come across as stupid or be judged for being dumb. But just knowing this was so helpful, so valuable, because then I could work on it. I could work with it in the conscious layer of the mind. Another thing to realize about this is that 
Subconscious mind is related to things like deep emotions, pain or pleasure, sadness, fear, anxiety, guilt, whereas the conscious brain is more kind of the logical, rational realm. And we might think that this logical, rational realm is what runs us, especially us logical engineers. We think that facts and logic and rationality are in control, and that's how we think, and that's what's guiding us. And yet, if things are running us at a more emotional level, we as humans are going to move toward things that make us feel good and move away from things that make us feel bad. That's a general rule, and it is so applicable. If something deeply makes you feel horrible or makes you feel bad, you're going to move away from that thing, even if consciously you want it. I mean, a simple way to think of this might be you want to get in shape consciously. I, I want to have a fit body, and yet it's painful to work out. It's painful to eat healthy foods that aren't stimulating a bunch of dopamine, and that might be why we avoid it, but in this context, we're talking about things on the deep level of the mind. So that's something to be aware of. If you are someone who struggles in social situations, how might that be applicable to what is happening at a deep subconscious level? How might an event from your past be something that is triggering negative emotions that are somewhere in your subconscious and that is what is affecting and controlling your behavior? If you, so for example, that would affect me where due to this wanting to be smart and not come across as dumb thing, I would never want to be goofy. I would never want to stand out in social situations. I would never want to say something that people thought might be dumb. And that would affect me because in social situations, I would only want to come across as like this logical, rational, smart guy. And anything that would threaten that, I would move away from. So that was affecting me big time in my social confidence and my social interactions. And being aware of that pattern just helped me move into that, challenge that that voice that was saying, don't do that thing. You might not come across as smart. So how could something from your past be subconsciously still affecting you? How might one event or one way that you were treated as a kid that felt really positive or felt really negative be still affecting you at a deep level that is something to think about something to be aware of and then what do we do once we realize this some things that i've found to be helpful are meditation so meditation can be something that will basically be a good way of training your ability to transfer from your conscious to your subconscious mind as you sit with nothing going on no distractions no social media feed, no dopamine sugar rush, you are going to experience things from your past that might still be affecting you in some way. It also just gives you this ability to be more in touch with your body, which is often where these subconscious patterns are stored in a way. Another thing that can be helpful in terms of meditation, I've tried doing meditations that are related to specific emotions. One that helped me a lot was called a validation meditation. So I'd meditate about times that I felt validation and felt not validated. And it just has you feel the feelings that you would have when you got validation or didn't get validation. 
And because that is something that was running me, I always wanted to feel validated and never wanted to not feel validated. Just getting awareness around how that feels and learning, training your body to realize, okay, I can feel this thing and it's not dangerous. It's not something to be afraid of necessarily. Journaling can be another helpful thing. Bringing up painful events from your past and experiencing them, re-experiencing them, and allowing them to come up into that conscious brain and sort of be let go of or, again, showing your conscious that they're nothing to be afraid of is super valuable. So I hope this has helped. I hope that you are maybe seeing ways in which this might relate to you. I know there are a lot of ways that it related to me, and just going into it is really helpful. If you think that this doesn't relate to you, I would challenge that. I would really ask yourself if saying that might be a way of hiding from these things that are affecting us on a deep level. I think everyone in some way has something from their past that is affecting them. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean you have to blame anything. This pattern that I had, it may have been an effect of my parents. I still love my parents. They did a they're amazing and they did a fantastic job of raising me and yet there are still these things affecting them. So it's not blaming them, but it is getting awareness around things that I could be doing better in the present and it's because of past things that are affecting me still that I'm not doing better in the present. So how are these things related to you? Dive into that, figure that out for yourself And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and you've gotten a lot of value from it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills to improve your social life, dating life, and career. Again, thank you for listening.